Tyler Hall. How you doing? Good, good. Okay, this is the very first time meeting you. Yes, correct. And we have a mutual friend. Mutual friend, yep. Maybe yep. mutual friends, plural. I would, yeah, I would say so. So, yep. And you are the uh, local um, owner of Nutrition HQ in Quincy. Where is that? Yeah, so Nutrition HQ in Quincy is over by Hy-Vee on Broadway. Um, and you're right, man, I've owned it for... Six years, I've ran it for almost 10 years while time's flying by. So, and I've been around nutrition, supplements, you know, the health field pretty much my whole life, you know. Um, going back to when I was a little kid, my dad used to own GNCs. So, my parents are split up, and I would go visit him in the summer and pretty much just hang out in the back of the store all day when I visited him. We even had like a dartboard, we'd play darts in between customers. So, um, you know, way back then, I remember. Uh, one summer I was so excited because he got real busy and I helped this particular customer just find calcium. I thought it was the coolest thing though. Um, I kind of took over and handled the person myself. So, so, okay. Interesting. So the GNC, correct. I, I remember. Okay. So for any of, so I I'm 47. How, how old are you? I'm 32. Okay. Do you remember the creatine crate? Well, is the creatine craze still going on? Yeah, so creatine's ramped way up again, you know, um, um, specifically creatine monohydrate. There's just a lot of stuff coming out for overall health. Like it's known for like muscle building, fitness, strength, um, but really a lot of stuff. There's cognitive benefits coming out. Um, we're selling a ton of that um, um, and not us pushing. It's just word of mouth, you know. I think at one point, to put this in perspective, we would sell a couple containers a week and now I bet we're selling 10 containers a day. Goodness. Like, can you go down, um, this could be a rabbit hole that uh -huh. we could go down here if we talked about some of the items, some of your best-selling items, because um, we're going to, you and I are, are going to dig into maybe some nutrition philosophy, yep. maybe some things um, that uh, Quincyans or the, you know, really the tri-state area, everywhere that uh, Muddy River can, you know, reach out to, to kind of explain to people about ways they can improve their dietary habits and nutrition in general. Yeah. Can you run down a couple things in your store that you either sell a lot of or maybe some hidden secrets that you have in your store that somebody might not know about that they can go in and get healthier? Yeah, you know, so a little bit about us, you know, I think people look at Nutrition HQ or used to look at us as a muscle building store and we're really just like so much more than that. You know, we're really just helping everyday people, you know, like me and my wife, you know, I own a business, we're busy, we have a wild kid, we want to have more kids. So trying to keep up with him, um, people like my mom, you know, my mom's busy, she has four kids, she's just looking to have more energy, just feel better. I mean, we cover all spectrum, spectrums, people wanting to help with their immune system, System, you know, of course, weight loss, you know, muscle building, um, just general health. Um, and, you know, number one product, you know, if people listen to this, if they've been in the store, they, they're probably going to recognize it. It's a product called TB16. Um, and really what this thing does is it's just great for energy. Okay. Um, so with more energy, people are moving more, burning more calories. It helps fight cravings, so it can help redu reduce people's portions, okay, or kind of minimize snacks. Which, what that's doing is kind of helping create that calorie deficit, which helps keep weight um, or keep their calories in check so they don't put on unwanted weight. Um, and then people just feel good on it, okay? So I have some people that come in and use it to help aid in weight loss, but then a lot of people are just like, hey, I've quit drinking soda. Um, you know, I've got off energy drinks. I mean, they've used it for a variety of reasons, just helps them get through their day. Um, and boy, that product is 
by far our number one product. Um, um, a particular guy, he owns stores in uh, Sioux Falls, Sioux City. He's the one that kind of introduced me to that and kind of talked about it. And um, he's been almost like a mentor to me. Um, and really, he just showed me the value in it when he started talking about it. I'm like, oh my gosh, everybody, I mean, who doesn't want more energy? You know, who doesn't want to maybe kick some cravings here and there? And I'm like, it just is a good fit for everybody. It, you said it's called TB16? Yep, TB16. Okay. Yep. Are you familiar with TB12? <laughs> I, I am. You know, so I've had a couple people come in and go, hey, do you think he's going to get in trouble for this uh, copyright? Uh, I'm like, you know what? I've never thought about that. Um, but uh, So, yeah, so I'm, of course, talking about Tom Brady and his brand of TB12 because he's number 12 when he was playing for the NFL, right? Uh, that's just kind of a funny thing. So for the TB16, so you you are not here to – talk about TB16. This is not a promotional for TB16. But what we're doing right now is just talking kind of about your business and kind of some some fun stuff if yeah. you're looking for to get rid of some of those cravings and a boost of energy. Um, is it a is it a stimulant? Is there any Do you remember the old chromium picolinates and the um, all the stimulants that GNC would sell back in the day to kind of um, it's kind of like when I drink coffee in the morning? I can, I don't know about you, but when I drink coffee in the morning, I can prolong the amount of time that I need food. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, you know, caffeine, uh, you know, I, a lot of products like this have some form of stimulant in there. And there's a bunch of different stimulants. This one does have a base of caffeine and, you know, we all look at caffeine for energy, but you know, I look at all as, you know, almost a performance enhancer as long as you don't overdo it. Okay. So more energy, better focus, but then also very good for fighting cravings. So it can help with the appetite suppressant, especially being in conjunction with some other ingredients. So, um, so TB is built around caffeine. Yep. It is built around caffeine. Yeah. Okay. I mean, there's a lot more going on in it, but caffeine's a base in there. So, okay, good. What is your opinion on fasting? So it just so happens. So it's Valentine's uh, day. Yep. And, um, it's also Ash Wednesday for all of the people out there that like to go into, uh, kind of personal, like self deprivation, delaying self gratification. And that's a lot of what, um, Ash Wednesday is about, you know, we started, you know, it's, uh, we started from dust and to dust we shall return and being alive and having good nutrition is fighting against that. You know, it's f kind of like fighting against the law of entropy, the law of entropy being that everything does fall to dust. And that's what kind of this day is about. So ironically, you and I are <laughs> like trying to punch up on it and do things for ourselves, give us more energy to kind of uh, extend our lives. What is your general feelings on fasting? Yeah. Um, so it's a great question and a little background about me. I have a nutrition certification. So, you know, I went to school for business, um, but, you know, as I got into this, I wanted to kind of add something additional. So I took a class called Precision Nutrition, which takes nutrition and, um, you know, and, and meshes in together, you know, hey, sometimes we know what to do but it's easier said than done. Um, so psychology with it, but they talk about everything, you know, fasting, plant-based diet, uh, meat-based diet, uh, you know, and they just kind of give their take on all of them, but where I'm circling around to fasting, I, I think fasting is great. Um, you know, the reason why I like it so much though, is it just, so it essentially creates a smaller window for people to eat so they can't overconsume, which can lead to a calorie surplus. Now there's a ton of other benefits and, you know, I would, I'm a pretty straight shooter if you get to know me. If I don't know about something, I'll kind of say, hey, I haven't really dove into that. I know I hear a lot of people talk about, like, I believe it's the shell setting, shedding and um, a lot of different things with the cells and 
uh, maybe over misspeaking here, but I know there's some other benefits people talk about. I don't know if I've sold on those, but I'm not sold on them, if that makes sense. I'm, I'm pretty indifferent, but when it comes to fasting and when I talk about it, I like it for the simple fact you have a smaller window to eat, okay? So sure. you're just less likely to overconsume. Another reason I like fasting for me in general, I like to just get up and go, okay? So if I can get up and go, I don't have to worry about food. Um, I feel like when I get up and go sometimes in the morning, if I eat something, it can slow me down a little bit. So I like the fact of just getting up and going and kind of worrying about lunch a little later. Uh, you know, I got to make this quick joke about breakfast. So I, I made this claim a while back that most people don't know what breakfast is. And so this idea of they're breaking a fast. So breakfast, of course, is when you're sleeping, you're not eating. Yep. You and if if you're going through you know stage three and four REM, when you're sleeping you are somewhat paralyzed. You cannot eat right, and digestion slows down and things like that. When you wake up, uh, that that circadian rhythm starts going gets kicked in back back into gear, and you have an opportunity to break that fast. And I like to talk about breakfast in terms of um, the very first meal of the day that you eat, no matter what time it is, is breaking the fast yep. so it's some people think that breakfast is only in the morning or it's only eggs and bacon yes or if you're having breakfast at dinner time after you've already had two meals that's impossible <laughs> and some people say well i never eat breakfast and i go well, that's impossible because you'd be dead yeah so yes, I see what um what, <laughs> so do you have any kind of nutrition bars do you have anything in your store of good things to eat, like pop into a bag, high protein, maybe high protein, low sugar. Do you have anything like that um, in your store? Yeah. Um, so actually I brought this here. You know, I have a bunch of stuff. We have bars, but I think of a lot of times when I do stuff first time thing in the morning, it's some kind of form of protein drink, okay? Um, this is Jocko's. I'm so happy about this. <laughs> they call it Mulk. And, uh, um, you know, I've latched on him. I read, you know, uh, what book am I drawing a blank on? Um, um, extreme Ownership. And, yeah. you know, and, and I've heard about him, obviously, just in the fitness industry. Um, but that's his particular product. And Jocko's kind of taking a stance in the industry to be um, more of a cleaner product, you know, and I say clean in quotations because that can be in interpreted different ways. But what I mean by that is, you know, going for a grass fed protein. Okay. Then you get into the sweeteners. So he uses stevia and I believe monk fruit as his sweeteners, yeah, monk um, fruit. you know, and going theoretically for a shorter label. Um, those taste pretty darn good, but that's something high protein. I think what there's probably less than five grams of sugar in there. I mean, not even total yeah. sugars are two grams. Yeah. Yeah. So that'd be something great. It's on the go. You just shake it up, go, you know, when you get into anything, I call these ready to drink. So um, they always just kind of taste better too. They're already pre-made. Now we have some powders. I use a lot of powders at my store and, um, you know, I'll throw those just in a shaker bottle and shake them up. Um, but yeah, that, that, that right there's a great option. This is even better than the protein bar, in my opinion, because you can get it down faster. It's easily digestible. Um, you can take something like this on long, long hikes. Um, it's not, it doesn't look like to me that it's necessarily a meal replacement. Supp supplement, but it definitely is. Man, it's got 30 grams of protein. Yep, it's loaded up with protein, and, and you're spot on. We have a lot of people that go for just a protein in the morning, and you know, from a meal standpoint, is that really a complete meal? Probably lacking, but at the same token, you know, you're at least getting some protein to start your day. And this is going to contradict what I say about fasting a little bit. So I think fasting is great, but on the flip side, you know. One thing I will say, if you don't maybe have something in the morning, for some people, what I see is when they skip that morning meal, mm -hmm. then it 
causes this increased appetite later on. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then they over consume or they make a poor decision if they don't have stuff planned out. So you, you really got to understand what works best for you if you ask me, but, um, you know, starting out, I like people mm -hmm. to start with a protein in the morning. So we should tell people what Jocko means. So he wrote that book. Well, he, he wrote a series of books. I mean, so it's not just the extreme, extreme ownership, but Jocko Willink is that, I think that's how you say his it last is, name. Yeah. And he's kind of been a staple um, inside the intellectual dark web. And he's been on Rogan. Yep. And he's just one of those super tough guys. He's kind of like um, a more refined David Goggins. If, yes. <laughs> if you, yep. Yep. You that's know. a good way to describe him. Um, so this looks really cool. Um, how much are one of these? Uh, so we sell those in store for three ninety nine. Wow, that's good. Um, we do do price breaks, you know, if people buy in bulk, but uh, three ninety nine is what we we, we do those it's for. It's truly amazing that you can get thirty grams of this stuff um, for four bucks and with um, no sugar, one hundred eighty cal uh, calories. It's really great. Um, so in a few minutes here, we're going to go ahead and take a break. Um, what we're going to do is we're going to hear from our sponsor from AMB Properties, and while we're doing that. Tyler brought, what did you bring? You brought a machine. Yeah, so I have, it's called the Ninja Creamy and it can make ice cream, okay? But really why I latched onto it is you can make healthier versions of versions of ice cream. So I've got a high protein ice cream. It's almost 40 grams of protein um, per the whole pint, okay? okay? And it's lower calorie, which is super cool. So I thought, you know, hey, this would be fun to kind of bring down and spin. I, um, as a matter of fact, last night I, I spoke at Hannibal Regional Hospital and to the bariatric support group, which is weight loss surgery. And um, I took it down there and made them protein ice cream because a super important thing going through that surgery is getting enough protein and uh, maintain their muscle mass while they're in those calorie deficits and losing weight. And it was a huge hit. Um, so I love um, that really cool machine. Well, let's do that while you're getting it together. We'll break and hear from A&B Properties. A&B Properties is Quincy's largest apartment rental company with hundreds of units available. They offer short-term and long-term rentals with one up to four bedroom apartments. AMB Properties meets the needs of its tenants with care, compassion, and a quality of service that exceeds expectations. AMB Properties also has a convenient tenant app for you to do your payments or make repair requests. Give them a call today. AMB Properties, 217 919 8080 Quincy. We are back. Okay, so good. So, Tyler, I saw you take that machine. That machine, it says Ninja on it. Yep. What, is, what is that exactly? Yeah, so you guys have probably seen like the Ninja Air Fryer. Actually, I love nutrition. I'm always trying to eat healthy, but I love pizza. And I got a pizza oven from Ninja this year for Christmas. But this particular thing is called the Ninja Creamy, and uh, it makes ice cream. Um, so, and this is a protein ice cream. You can make uh, um, sherbets with it too, but usually I go for the ice cream. How many grams of protein? There's almost 40 grams of protein in, in, in a whole pint here. So, um, all right, I'm going to taste it. it uh, what do you think? It's amazing. Now, you said that you could you could do cookies and cream, but, I mean, don't do it now because we're going to – I'm going to eat all this. Yeah. This yeah. is super good. Yeah. So there's all kinds of it's variations amazing. of recipes with these. Oh, my um, gosh. And, you know, this picker one, I just left it vanilla. But, uh, you know, the other night when I made it, I, I took a little bit of Oreo Thins just in moderation and, and put a couple. Of the, they have a feature called Mix-In where you can mix in and make essentially a blizzard. Um, and it's pretty cool that way. It uh, kind of spices stuff up. So I really, really like it. 
And I'm not, I'm not just saying that. Um, I really like it. So this is kind of shocking. It, it tastes like it has a lot of sugar in it, but it probably doesn't, right? No, no, there's less than 10 grams in there of sugar, um, which is super cool. And I, I could even make that minimal. So like this Jocko here, yeah. I haven't tried this, but a lot of people will put this in those. What I essentially did to make that super easy recipe, I did like, um, let's see, I think it's a cup of almond milk unsweetened, a cup of Fairlife milk, which is just that lactose-free milk with higher protein, um, a scoop of protein powder, five grams of stevia, and then um, actually the sugar-free jello pudding. You can get these kind of all over, but Walmart has this particular flavor, white chocolate pudding, and use just a couple grams of that, and mm. boy, it's, it's, it's great. It doesn't take much. Okay. It kind of tastes like TCBY's white chocolate mousse. A little bit. That is a good description. This is excellent. This is super good. Thank you so much for making that. Yeah, you're welcome, man. I love this thing. It's I'm really always exciting. using it. Uh, as a matter of fact, we had an event over the store in the summer, and this is what we made protein ice cream. I had a couple recipes. We did um, Chunky Monkey, which that was probably mm. the favorite at the event. Um, but, boy, there's all kinds of fun stuff out there with this, uh, with this piece of equipment. Okay, so... It's called the Ninja Creamy. Creamy. Yep. Okay. So my wife and I have a Ninja coffee maker, uh-huh. and that thing's pretty cool. I don't think it makes ice cream. Pretty sure it doesn't. So that thing spins like crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. So anybody who wants to make their own homemade, super healthy ice cream, I got to tell you, it tastes so good. It tastes like it's bad for you. That's how good it is. It's crazy when you see this thing, uh, um, you know, and the, the way you do these is you make it the night before. It's got to freeze for 24 hours, but you essentially have all these pints and you can buy extra ones. And, you know, you can do unhealthy ice cream too. I haven't played around with that yet, but I thought about as my son gets older, we'd just make a bunch of different random variations. And uh, How old is your son? He's two and a half, and uh, boy, he is full of energy. So Yeah, because you're feeding him all the good stuff. And he loves sweet stuff too. So uh, Do you keep him away from the TV 16? I, yes, I <laughs> I would be in the doghouse if I gave TB16 with my wife because uh, he's already got enough energy. <laughs> That's amazing. So um, you brought something else here, too. This is another product that you guys um, yeah. procure. Uh, we, do you know anything about this? Yeah, this is a yeah. This is called. Well, hey, we'll crack this open. You guys can try it. Crack it open. Um, this is uh, so. I'm sure people have heard of Quest. Um, Quest makes a bunch of protein bars, all kinds of different things. Well, this company, in Quest, made a chip. Well, this is a competitor. Go ahead and you can dive in there. But that's high protein. There's um, 20 grams of protein per the whole bag. It's low carb, low fat. So if you're just really trying to get more protein in, I mean, these things are great. And if you're a big chip person, which I am, um, it's a great alternative. These have a little bit different texture than Quest. They're almost like um, a rice cake, okay? Um, so pretty interesting. And I think the protein sources are, I believe, a whey and, yeah. um, boy, well, and then a casein. Casein will be a slower digestion protein. As a matter of fact, that Ninja Creamy that I made, I like to use casein in there when I, re- when I cook a lot of recipes. Casein, does it usually mean milk-based product? So, yeah, it'll be milk-based, but the reason why I kind of land on casing is it's slower digesting, okay, okay. and it mixes up a little thicker. It just seems to set better, like yeah. if you're baking with it or, you know, something like the creamy. Um, and these and are- it's got the brown rice protein in it. Um, man, I can't find anything bad in here. This is, because I'm going to try one of these. So 20, 20 grams of protein for the whole bag. So this is really neat, man. During the apocalypse, people are going to raid your store. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, um, excellent. Something, too, you know, you see a lot of people do with, I can't say the, 
the the legendary this is a newer one but the quest you know uh, i'm sure you've had a walk in taco before right uh, i have yeah cut the dorito bag open well the the quest makes a um a taco flavor and we'll have a lot of people make walking tacos so you know when it comes to nutrition and me i'm not a person that's like hey you gotta eat super restrictive you know i just a lot of times i'm looking for a better take on some of our favorite stuff um and this is stuff I kind of go for, like the Ninja Creamy, um, the, you know, making a walk and taco out of the Quest chips versus regular chips. So in your, in your diet, you know, at the very beginning of the podcast, you were talking about um, plant-based diet. Yeah. Meat-based diet. Do you know who Jordan Peterson is? Yeah, I enjoy, I, I like, really like listening to him. Oh, my gosh. He's <laughs> just, and he's, he's getting a little feisty uh-huh. lately, um, but I really like listening to him. His daughter Michaela is fun to listen to as well. Of course, the uh, in, in the spirit of Canada, they're hilarious to listen to. One of the things that he did in terms of, uh, are you aware about how he changed his diet? He went on the carnivore. I'm pretty sure right? he did. Yeah. Well, so this is kind of controversial, and you know, I would not necessarily uh, recommend everybody come strip away every single thing out of their life and go straight carnivore, like only yeah. only meat. Yeah. But it was the only thing that fixed all of his problems. So he was dying and his wife had a severe illness as well. And and his his daughter also was very ill. And I don't know if it was a hereditary thing or not, but here's one thing that I've noticed. And I don't know if you study this or not, but it seems to me that sometimes when people have dis-ease, because you know, when we're talking, you know, in the medical profession or nutrition, you know, we just cram the word dis and ease yep. together, but really dis-ease is just the opposite of ease. Ease is when you're just feeling good, yeah. and when you don't feel well, you have some level of dis-ease, of yeah. course. So it seems to me that there are a number of substantiated studies and reports, peer-reviewed all the way across the board, where people feel terrible, and for two weeks, they strip out everything, yeah. almost to to the point of elimination diet, yeah. Because elimination diet is a is a different thing altogether. That's more of when you're trying to ascertain what's hurting you. Correct. You yep. know when you're trying to find, okay, here's what I can eat, here's what I can't eat. So anyway, Jordan Peterson, aside from you know him writing his books and and uh, he went to a straight meat diet where the only thing he ate, he started to do like steak and potato, yeah, and that didn't work. Then he went steak and vegetable. And that didn't work. And then he went steak only. So I am not saying people should do that. Yeah. I'm saying that was the only thing that fixed him. And he did that for months and months and months. I think now he is able to come back and start adding other things into his diet. Yeah, pre But he's relatively cured. I think that's fascinating. Yeah, yeah. No, I definitely have heard his story, and I was wanting to think. I was thinking he had some kind of autoimmune. Uh, that's what it was. Um, um, scenario, and um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm very familiar with that. He, uh, you know, because I think the carnivore diet, and I have some friends that actually do it, and you know, I think a lot of people just don't eat enough meat in general. Um, but whenever I think of the carnivore diet, I always think about me just trying to eat meat for every meal. I love meat and I'm like, I couldn't do it, man. <laughs> I like too much other stuff. But from a health standpoint, you, you are, you're seeing a lot of people um, where they have poor health markers and then they go to this meat-based diet and they feel better or, you know, their health markers get better. Um, um, it's interesting to see, you know. Um, so what about, so what about a plant-based diet? What are your thoughts on that? 
Yeah, kind of my thought, you know, trickling over to the meet, you know, Jordan would be a different scenario. But, you know, I think of, you know, some people jumping into the meat diet, and I'm going to say this about the plant-based diet too. When someone switches to something like that, I think they're probably being more mindful, so they're more aware of what they're consuming, which I think, you know, going back to the calorie deficit creates that they're getting more fresher food, um, uh, less processed, more nutrient dense, more calorie dense. So I'll, I'll use a reference. There was a kid that came into town. This has probably been seven or eight years ago. And he was helping a local uh, family um, with their nutrition. And he was a huge plant-based diet fan. Okay. And, um, and of course I eat meat and me and him worked out together and just kind of had friendly conversation. He was really big on plant-based and, you know, his big argument was, uh, with them. He's like, man, I started working with them. They've lost this weight. They're feeling better. Um, and their health markers are better. And I, and I totally agree, you know, um, but he was contributing all to plant-based, but in my mind, I was kind of going through and questioning him. I'm like, you know, well, what were they doing before? Okay. And I think, you know, sometimes with the meat based diet, you can make the same argument. I think these people were eating a lot of processed food mm. and then they went to fresh food cooked at home, nutrient dense, less calorie dense. So I believed all the health markers were better, but you know, my kind of stance with his picker thing is, Hey, I think they still done great if he still kept a little bit of meat in their diet, you know? Um, so, and that's where I kind of go with all these you know, nutrition uh, scenarios or whatever particular diet you want to, you, you want to do. I think people are more aware of what they're eating. So they're making better choices. They're getting in that calorie deficit if it's more weight loss they're going for. Um, so I think they all, you know, have different ways they work, but they're all kind of achieving the same thing. If sure. that makes sense. Okay. I'm not saying a calorie deficit, uh, the, the be all, of course, whatever food you're putting in your diet, like more nutrient dense food is better, you know, less calorie dense. Um, have you ever heard of this idea when you walk into a supermarket uh-huh. that everything on the inside yeah. of, <laughs> you know, there's a difference between walking around the uh, uh, perimeter yep. of the of the of the of the Hy-Vee or the county market or Neiman's or I hope I'm not leaving out anybody, but um, you know in local gro- grocery stores when you walk around the perimeter of the grocery store, chances are it's fresher food. Chances are it is produced, pro- either produce, fresh fruits and vegetables, and um, you get around to the uh, like the like the meat section, the seafood section, the delis. Uh, not the deli in terms of not necessarily the. Um, I'm going to call them slick meats. Yeah. Can I say that? Yeah. Yeah. I know. You're I feel like that's like, I feel like you can't <laughs> yeah. say slick meats, but really it's like nit- nitrite based yeah. meats, you know, but everything, not everything, but as you walk your way inside, mm-hmm. inside the perimeter, as you move towards the center, it gets a little hairy in terms of you're getting more of your processed foods. Correct. Processed foods, less nutrient dense. Usually, I mean, you can stack up calories pretty fast with all that stuff. And, you know, I've, I've heard people say that a lot. And I think it does make sense. Like as you're talking, I'm walking myself. I go to Hy-Vee a lot around the outside of the Hy-Vee aisles. And um, you're right. You see, you know, more fresh food. You know, going back to my nutrition class, what they kind of recommend, this is such vague advice, but just cooking at home can mm. make a big difference. Okay. Because, yeah. you know, you're cutting stuff up. It's, you know, theoretically be fresher. Of course, you can, you know, there's exceptions where you can overdo it. But a lot of times just cooking food at home can put you a lot well off or a lot better off okay so and i don't mean grabbing something in those middle aisles and warming up in the microwave i mean cutting vegetables up some canned things on the inside deep inside the center of of the market is fine yeah you got canned beans for example like black beans that's got there's there's only there's three ingredients it's water salt 
beans. Yes. I think that is kind of a different situation, you know, or you can get actual beans and cook them yourself. You know what I like about a lot of the things that you're saying is you have a store. Uh-huh. And you're talking about, you You said something so important. You said one of the best things you can do is cook fresh, good, nu- nutrient-dense foods at home. Yeah. But one thing about your store is your store offers an opportunity for people that can do that. And then once they go out in the real world, when they're, they're, they're running around with the kids, or if they don't have kids, maybe they're working really long hours at work. Yeah. They're going vacations. Or like salespeople that are in their cars all the time, and they don't want to eat fast food. And let's say maybe they... they packed a good lunch and they've got a vegetable raw vegetable and a fruit there this yeah these bag of chips that you have right here that are fantastic the legendary foods brand barbecue popped protein chips this is phenomenal this should take the place of your normal potato chip yeah yep definitely and you're spot on like um it's all you know, how can we, what's a little bit better version than what you're currently doing, you know? And, and, uh, boy, that's been an eye opener for me the past three or four years, you know, as the business has grown, we've had Hudson, Hudson's our son's name. I realize, you know, sometimes to do stuff, it's easier said than done. You know, as my son's destroying our living room and we're trying to figure out what we're going to do for dinner. Um, but you know, finding ways to, you know, make stuff a little better and, and incorporating in some protein, or really even prioritizing protein throughout your day, I see do, it does a lot of good stuff for people. Um, um, and what I mean by that is just, all, I feel like a lot of people under eat their protein. Um, and I'm not saying that because I sell protein items. I'm saying a lot of people, it's just hard to eat, you know, your chicken, your fish, your eggs, your beef, you know, stuff that's easier for us to get our hands on is usually like carbs and fats. Okay. So, yeah. um, so, you know, anyway, you can increase your protein. Usually I see people do well. So I've been, when I'm, when I'm being lazy, uh-huh. I decrease the amount of protein and carbs because I'm going on uh, a self-imposed calorie restriction uh-huh. because I don't have a, I'm not putting a physical load on myself. But I will tell you, if I put a physical load on myself, I am one gram of protein per pound of body weight. Yeah, is that too much? I don't think so. You know, as long as you don't have any kidney issues, um, you know, I like to tell people, hey, take your weight and times it by. And this is a really hot debated topic, but, and I'm, I'm basing this from my nutrition class, but I tell people 0. 0.75, 0. 0.8 to 1.2 grams per pound of weight. And I usually tell people to lean on that 0. 0.75 because they're not even, they're not like them just trying to do that. They're like, holy smokes, you know. That, well, that's um, a lot for some people. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of running before you're walking before you're running so um but one gram is you know an ideal place and in my opinion if you were to overeat on anything i'd rather see you overeat on protein and when i see people focus on protein you know what they do they end up not overeating on other stuff right right Um, so like and protein is going to help you sustain your muscle it's going to help with you know energy recovery i mean it it can i've had people this is what i usually tell people when they come in i i talk to them about protein first and tell them to just focus on that and not get overwhelmed with the other stuff and it's like you see all this good advice yeah fall into place and then of course they're going to cross a plate you know uh, somewhere where they plateau out and we need to look at some other stuff but it's just a great place to start i love that i love how you talk to people about protein because protein really is kind of uh the building block so this <laughs> so i've got picky eaters yeah. in my house oh, i've yeah. got three i've got a nine-year-old a seven-year-old and a four-year-old and they're pretty picky is your two and a half year old picky he's really picky so how do you get how do you get your kid to eat protein or or does he eat it uh, and yeah to even specialize more he's 
picky and then he's very picky when it comes to protein i mean when we feed him eggs he's gagging you know so <laughs> so we he doesn't even eat them so what we do is we make protein pancakes uh, protein pancakes we'll get greek yogurt put protein in the greek yogurt you know mm. greek yogurt's got a good base of protein already um this stuff you know he loves this stuff you know we're, we're going through that have phase. you fed him this oh yeah yeah he'll, he'll drink this uh-huh well okay i might have to yeah i might have to buy that from you before we leave <laughs> if i don't open up myself um what is your opinion about um i don't know if this is true uh-huh. i have no data set to back this up okay i'm just gonna throw this out yeah so there i in my readings over the past few years this idea of the order in which you eat makes a big difference so for example imagine a situation in which somebody they wake up every single morning and you know the from the the uh, from concentrate orange juice uh-huh okay i'm talking about just like i don't believe that the from concentrate orange juice is the same thing as the juice from an orange yeah i don't believe it's the same thing and i don't believe that if you eat an actual orange I don't believe that's the same thing as going to the from concentrate orange juice that you can get at the grocery store. Uh huh. But what do you think about somebody eating for two weeks straight? They go and eat, or they they drink orange juice like that really like high sugar, uh-huh. high acid. It tastes so good. It's like candy. It does. Yeah, it's it, it tastes like a liquid. I don't even know what, like like with Jolly Rancher. It's so good. My kids go crazy. We don't have that stuff in the house. Yeah. But wherever we go someplace, my kids go crazy over all uh-huh. the stuff because we don't have soda, pop. We don't have any sugar. My kids, <laughs> it's Valentine's Day, and I don't understand how the schools, I love my school. I love all the schools in Quincy, every single one of them. But I don't understand how they're like giving so much sugar to the kids. <laughs> Like sugar's not right. Refined sugar's bad. Yeah. Like all like the white sugar and the refined stuff in the candy, it's so bad. It's causing inflammation. It's causing disease. Oh yeah, for sure. It's killing people, and the schools are. You know, we just got finished with Christmas. All the Christmas candy's gone. Now it's Valentine's Day, and you know what? They're gonna eat all the Valentine's Day candy until we get to Easter, and that's gonna be Easter. They all of my kids' candy comes from the schools. Like, I just think it's a wild thing. What do you think people should eat uh, if they're going to eat breakfast in the morning? Uh-huh. What do you think people should eat, and do you think that the order in which you eat it matters? So, for example, if they eat protein first, yeah, and then they and then they go to a clean carb like white rice, yeah, and then they hit the vegetable, let's say some sautéed broccoli, yeah, and then they eat something sugary for dessert. Do you think that matters? Um, I do, and I'll give you my take on that, and. The reason why I think it matters. So one, if someone was to eat something in the morning, I'd tell them to like focus on protein. Okay, have a good base of protein. But the reason why I think that matters is I, you know, I encourage people to eat your protein first. Okay, because when it comes time to, okay, I'm gonna get a dessert at the end. Well, you're probably a lot fuller, so you won't overindulge. Let me rephrase: you'd be less likely to overeat on, you know, whatever candy or sweet thing. That's my take on it. yeah, you know, and we're going through that with my son. He's obsessed with candy right now. You know, he's got yeah. his hands on some. You know, at one point he was getting more than we probably want him to have, and we're going through potty training right now, and okay. we've cut back because that's kind of been a bargaining chip for potty training. <laughs> like, hey, do you want some M&Ms, buddy? And oh, is that your currency? Uh, <laughs> Our M&Ms? I love yeah. that. Ours, ours was Cheez-Its. Cheez- that, that's a good one, and, too. And then once 
Who makes Cheez-Its? I cannot think of who makes it. Who makes them? Anyway, do you remember a number of years ago when they came out with toasted Cheez-Its? It's funny. I just bought some of those. Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So my kids found out. So I don't really like the toasted Cheez-Its yeah. as much as like the regular Cheez-Its. If you take a look at the ingredients of that, uh-huh. oh my gosh, it's not good. None lot. of it is good. None of it in there is good. It's not going to stop me from eating it from time to time. As a matter of fact, I'm pretty sure we have a box of cheese that's stashed somewhere in the house. Because that's the currency that we use for our kids. But yours are M&M's. M&M's, yeah. And he does not forget. I think, what, two nights ago, my wife was putting him to bed, and he went potty before bed, and she forgot to give him his M&M's. And in bed, he was hollering for him, and he woke up the next morning. He's like, where's my M&M's from the night before? Unbelievable. Everybody, I feel like everybody has some kind of currency in the form of candy and like et his was Reese's pieces okay (laughs) but everybody i feel like has something so you know like my kids are cheese it's and i think like uh i think my dad i think his are gummy bears just we went through a gummy phase you know our son he would wake up saying i need gummies first thing in the morning we're like okay you're getting too many gummies buddy you don't need gummies first thing in the morning so so do you do you ever try this with your kid They'll want something like that. And I'll say, okay, so here's a deal. You can have one, two, or three of those. Which ones do you want? And they go, oh, three. I mean, because if I didn't say three, they'd eat 27. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, you get one of them, two, or three. And then, you know, it's the illusion of free will just like everything else. Hey, that's a great idea. No, I haven't. I like that. I'm going to have to use that one. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just be like, all right, so here's a deal. You're all m M&M and out tell you what i'll break the rule i know what when's di- uh, when's dinner your mom's gonna be really mad but i'll tell you what you can have one two or three and you just choose <laughs> yeah, I like and that. i mean if if he keeps on choosing one you might want to go get him checked <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> so question for you how do you feel about the old school food pyramid so the old school food pyramid at the bottom was just oh my goodness it was like grains yeah and as you move up i don't know exactly I'm trying to picture the food pyramid, but do you think it's upside down? Yeah. You know, it's funny you say that. I'm trying to picture it too. You know, I remember grains being at the bottom. I would say just shooting off the hip and boy, I haven't looked at it in a while. And that right. kind of sounds bad with as much as I'm in nutrition. No, but, no, it's fine. You know, I just have, you know, I know what I kind of believe in and that's how I kind of coach people. Um, but yeah, I, I would, you know, I, you know, I would have that protein you know, I'd have protein at the top, you know, and when I say protein, I'm not saying powders, I'm talking chicken, fish, eggs, beef, stuff like that, and really people building their meals. So, you know, I don't tell people to do carnivore, you know, um, but I, I think having a good meat or a good protein source is like probably one of the most important things. So again, again, you did it again, which I'm so appreciative that, that you are saying this, you're saying that people should actually eat chicken, uh-huh. fish, um, other, you know, meat, you know, but your store seems to be so good. Again, if they're going to eat something, if they're going to go out and make and eat, um, I'm just going to say some kind of ice cream out of, out of the frozen food section. Yeah. What you're saying is just choose something like this yeah. that we tried. Try that. So to get more protein in, yeah. it's, I love that. And so again, back to like the potato chips, I love potato chips. Yeah. Okay. People who don't like them. Um, I think they're a little sus. I think people should stay away from people because it's like maybe you're not human. Yeah. You know, but something like this is I just love the fact that you've got so many really neat options for people on the go. And it's almost like if you eat a really raw food kind of a diet, a protein based diet, and then you supplement 
with these really fun things. Yeah. You can strip candy and other junk out of your diet completely and to stock your pantries and your fridge with these way healthier items. Yeah, no, you're spot on. I, and again, I kind of mentioned this earlier, but the nutrition class I went through, his name, the guy that uh, was original owner, his name is John Brardy. And, um, you know, his just mindset is like, hey, what's a better take on, you know, everything, you know, not being, you know, what I enjoy about him is like I follow him on social media and just here recently posted his meals that he eats. And the guy's in great shape, but it's not like this super bland, boring thing. It's this really, it's this colorful plate full of different fruits and vegetables. And he's got his protein source on there. And, um, you know, he's really just, it's about what's a little bit better version than, you know, something unhealthy. And then you just keep building on that. So so when someone comes in your store, I'm going to put this right up to your. Yeah, go ahead. When someone comes in your store and they, and they say something like, hey, you know, I've been wanting to come in here for a while and I'm just not. I feel fine. It's mm-hmm. whatever. There's things in my life that I want to change. Yeah. I want to feel better. I want to eat better. What do you tell the average person? Because I mean, so are you ever struck between? So you know, making a sale is one thing. Because I mean, yeah. I, I'm in business too. Yeah. You know, so I'm I'm trying to sell, but I, I I feel like I'll tell you right now, if you left this out for someone, all of this sells itself because I can see the ingredients and how healthy and how good it tastes. Yeah. Which, by the way, GNC back in the day, they had things like this and it did not taste like, oh, like no. it was not. It was not as heavily evolved as this. Yeah. I know it's not. And I've never had ice cream like this before. You really treated me this first time. <laughs> yeah. But what do you say to somebody that would come into your store and just say, Tyler Hall, help me? Yeah. What would what what's the first thing that you would say? Um, you know, honestly, I love that question, and I what I say is I bombard them with questions. Okay, and going back to them from a sales standpoint, like I just want to help people, and then the other stuff will come later. Okay, um, so like I never want to take advantage and sell somebody something extra. I kind of look at it as okay, hey, if I do them a favor here, I'm sure it'll come back in the future. Okay, um, but questions I'm going to ask, I always always say it this way. I look for low hanging fruit. Okay, so I start asking them a bunch of questions. Hey, what are you drinking? Okay, you know, are you working out? Okay, are you wa- do you track your steps and how much water are you drinking? Mm-hmm. And then um, and then I start again. I call that low hanging fruit. So I'll use my mom as an example you know a couple years ago she wanted to lose some weight and basically I was like hey what what are you drinking and um, she started telling me all this stuff some juice in the morning a little bit of soda throughout the day or a couple sodas and then you know some sweet tea at the end of the night and I'm like oh boy there's five six seven hundred calories right here okay she's that's a difference between her being in a deficit and a surplus so we started reducing those and um you know, she lost like 30 pounds in a year. Okay. So that's what I, I, I call low hanging fruit, you know, changing that, I don't think is going to shock them, you know, or reducing that. And I think they're, I don't think they'll see progress. Um, same with the steps. Okay. We launched a challenge this year. Um, and, uh, the challenge is all about bringing people together, but also giving them some basic stuff they can do to be healthier. Um, and, uh, one thing I talk about it in is um, it's called NEAT, um, non-exercise thermogenesis. So basically, um, um, burning calories without working out. Okay, that includes parking father in the parking lot. Okay, taking the stairs versus the elevator. That stuff racks up at the end of the day. So I like to go ask people like, Hey, how many steps are you getting in? And um, you know, and if they're not getting a lot, just start walking more. That was the thing me and my mom, you know, had my mom do, just get more steps in. Um, and then, boy, you know, I've, I've beat it up today a lot, but um, protein, you know, I'll ask that a lot. I'm like, hey, how much protein are you eating? Do you find that people do not move 
enough and do, are in a, a constant protein deficit? Yeah, I do. Like especially movement. Think about it. There's a uh, there's a lot. There's a good movement okay for the health and fitness industry so what i mean by that is people are being more conscious there's people supporting each other they're making better choices but also our just everyday lifestyle is like making us more sedentary okay think about it. like i'm sitting at my house and like my remote stops working and i'm annoyed that i have to get up and change the channel okay you know so that's what i'm talking about. i'm getting less steps in um so i think people are just less active you know um and i think any way you can be more active can really pay off last question when you see a muscle-bound man or woman walk in and they're so happy maybe they just moved to quincy yeah and you know they just found a gym and you know they do the quick look on their phone and they're like okay there's a nutrition hq okay this is not far from my house because when you live in quincy everything's 15 minutes or less and they walk in they're so happy to be there where and and they say to you give me something to supplement my healthy diet where do you go with them do you do you go through the whole thing about like protein how much protein are you getting do you do do you give them protein supplements do you give them the creatine do you give them the hmb is hmb still still a thing yeah hmb is getting yeah it's it's doing really well it's still doing yeah, well yeah, okay bet. um where do you what's your favorite supplement in addition to a healthy diet for um, for a, a guy that or gal that is wanting to maintain their muscle mass or maybe increase it a little bit i would probably say creatine if they're not using okay. creatine that's where i would go you know another just overall health supplement that we're doing extremely well right now. And you've mentioned Rogan. You always hear him talking about AG1. We have a product called mm. Vitagreens. It's like, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's the same concept as AG1. So it's just designed to help fill nutritional gaps, okay? So when, when you talk about someone eating vegetables, and we always say greens, a lot of us are not eating a good variety, okay? So I say eat the rainbow. And what I mean by that is going mm. through my nutrition class, we have this rainbow of all the different colors of fruits and vegetables, which have different nutrient profiles. A lot of us are not getting a good variety. So this is designed to help fill those gaps. And then you can, you know, to me it sounds like, you know, based on mm. our conversation, you've done a decent amount of research. Or you like nutrition quite a bit. I'm sure you've heard people talk about gut health. So a lot of these green supplements will have stuff to support gut health okay so helping you break down absorb your food utilize it reduce bloating and and, and i'm sure you've seen like this the links between like gut health and like energy levels you know even you know um you know i want to say they're trying to show some stuff with like depression cognitive benefits like if your gut is messed up then you know it can really throw off your you know health. we could do an entire podcast on the microbiome yeah. of the gut yeah and um, I love how you talked about the color, the rainbow. Uh -huh. um, it reminds me of a Skittles commercial. But it's uh, this idea of, of all the different colors of the fruits and vegetables, those bioflavonoids. Yeah. Those, every single color means something. Yeah. And is a different, that those bioflavonoids, or if it's a carrot, if it's a carotoid, you know, like the, the beta carotene inside yeah. a carrot, all of those colors go into the body and go to different organs and support different different tissue systems and it's amazing what yeah. what god did he, he went in there he goes i'm gonna make it super colorful i'm gonna make green peppers this way i'm gonna make carrots plums apples different colors apples and that's the whole idea of like when you're cutting apples for kids don't cut the skin off out of those granny smiths or yep. those or, or those washingtons or those jonathan apples leave the skins on because that's where a lot of the good stuff is yep
It's funny. Have you? I don't know. Going through my nutrition class, kind of keep referencing, and I don't want to keep us over here, so if we need to get off. But um, just certain vegetables and stuff. There's better ways to eat them to get the most nutrients out of them. Like, and, and I'm drawing a blank, of course, which ones. But like some, you don't want to cook. You want to eat them raw. Yes. If you cook them, you can damage the nutrients, or they're better cooked. Um, so it was a pretty interesting thing, kind of going through. Or so. even, um, I've read recently that um, juicing uh-huh. is not anywhere close as good as as the energy that it takes to take a piece of fruit and consume it raw. Uh-huh. Cuz when you juice it, it cha- it actually is changing some of the chemical properties. Yeah. The friction of it and then also the idea of there's something that happens when if you're actually going through the effort of using your I think it's called a mandibular um, when you're like chewing something, mastication, uh-huh. the art of mastication yep. of those specific colorful fruits and vegetables. It's doing something. The yep. work that you put in is actually the energy transfer goes in your body. It's even more digestible. Yep. And that's such a wild thing because you think, oh, no, no, no. I'll just get you know something and I'll blend everything together. Oh. It's real easy and I'll suck it down and I'm getting the same thing. It's like, no, no, you got to put in the work. Tyler, I'm so happy hey, you came it. here. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Me I really appreciate it. Uh, maybe we'll come back sometime and talk about microbiome. Hey, yeah, that'd be fun. I love talking about And um, what's the address of Nutrition HQ? Yeah, so 3712 uh, Broadway Street next to High V. So just right next to High V, UPS store, kind of tucked in across from Target. So. All right, well, you're going to see me soon. Awesome, man. Come Thanks. Bye. Thank Bye. you. <laughs>